1: Episode had it all: visa denials, threesomes, breakups, and breakdowns. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Reality Bites podcast. It's Megan and Jay. Hard to believe we are right here a couple days before Christmas. Doesn't feel like it.
0: It doesn't. I have more shopping to do, actually. Do you? Just a little, like a couple little itty bitty things. But yes.
1: When are you gonna do it?
0: I don't know. You know, hopefully before Christmas. I guess. <laughs> hopefully
1: within the next twenty-four <laughs> yeah. hours. I don't Still know. working on some
0: stuff. <laughs>
1: well, I lied. Last week I said I was completely done, and then I started second guessing some of my gifts Mm -hmm. because my mom told me that my five-year-old niece wasn't gonna like what I had gotten her. So... (laughs) that she was going to be disappointed and then i just felt all this pressure to like go out and just start from scratch well yeah because like i got her something that i guess you would consider to be more of a serious gift as opposed to a fun present and my mom was telling me the story about how she and my dad just got back from europe and they brought the kids presents and my niece was disappointed because my nephew's present was more fun and i was like well i went in a more serious direction for her big present because she's five going on 15 this is the kid who asked for a laptop for Christmas so what did I do this weekend I went out I was like let's just start over I feel more confident now okay. <laughs> but before we jump into last night's episode of 90 day fiance new season of before the 90 days will start February
0: 23rd I'm excited I saw the preview
1: Woo, I made you watch it yes. these, this next season is going to be good these couples are amazing and one of the new cast members from before the 90 days is following me on Twitter and so I clicked on their profile okay. and all of a sudden I was like, that's one of the new cast members who's going to be awesome. making their TLC debut at the end of February.
0: Finally, we're going to have an in.
1: Well, I'm hoping we're going to get some insider information. Now, I know that people who go on the show are under contracts and NDAs and they're not allowed to talk about certain things. Right. However, I have promised that we are very discreet.
0: We'll keep them totally anonymous. <laughs>
1: that's exactly right. No one's going to know where the information's coming from. We're going to do it in a way that's totally cash uh, and try not to get sued by TLC. <laughs> Let's see how that goes. Anyways, I digress. Here we go. Last night, we are now on episode eight of 90 Day Fiance. It would appear that some of these couples are not even going to make it to the altar. Yes,
0: yeah, like, we have to be like somewhere close to halfway through, right?
1: I'd say a little over halfway. Right.
0: And some people haven't even started the clock on how many days till marriage. Like They give you a little clock with every couple. 49 days till wedding you know 30 days till wedding some couples the clock hasn't even started yet
1: yeah we did not see emily and sasha last night so they were the couple that got excluded from the narrative but up first we pick up with mike and natalie now mike is in ukraine he's in kiev natalie is in full-blown breakdown meltdown mode oh my gosh and what struck me the most is like she she wants him to be on her page. She does not want to compromise her beliefs and her lifestyle at all. She just wants him to get on her page as far as religion, being a vegetarian, and her having this meltdown is because she thinks it is going to be confusing to the children who have not even been conceived yet. <laughs> if the parents believe two different things, if they live two different lifestyles, what are your thoughts on that? Are you and your wife like on the same page about everything?
0: Uh, we're on the same page about almost nothing. Okay. Um, so first First of all, I didn't even realize the meat thing was such a big issue with her. Like, I thought that that was kind of weird that she was so upset. But so she has somewhat of a point on, you know, having the parents have such open conflict about stuff. You know, it's kind of weird for the child. Me and my wife have actually discussed this. We said, hey, you know, if we have a disagreement about stuff, as much as possible, it's not always going to happen, but as much as possible, let's try not to have that disagreement in front of the child. And then, you know, when the child is not in the room or something, like, hey, you know what, I really don't think this, or I don't feel like this is a good idea, whatever, whatever. And so we actually are okay with that. Sometimes you can't help it. Like, sure. sometimes I think something should happen and she thinks something else should happen and we talk about it in front of the kid but the way she's going about it she makes it seem like the kid is just going to you know end up being
1: she can't raise a child that way it's going to be too confusing does, does does a child believe in god not believe in god the whole thing and yes i do believe it's important when you're in a partnership to have a united front so that you are prepared to handle certain situations it just i think her way of going about getting that united front is oh you just have to believe what i believe and live the way i live so that our kid doesn't get confused and that's not how it works so the girl who started out on the show so bubbly and happy and just seemed so full of life like she's she's falling apart at the seams and also exhibiting that she doesn't have great conflict resolution coping skills a meltdown is not a grown-up way of dealing with differences it's not a very healthy way to have a disagreement with your partner and then her mom like crawling into bed with her while they're having this argument like was very weird to me
0: yeah her mom seems very like she seems like a very lovely nice lady But but
1: very emotionally immature
0: a little emotionally disconnected from what's actually going on like a lot of times they'll translate to what she's saying as oh everything will be fine hey why don't we all just sit down you guys are we're such a cute little couple. Don't worry. We'll make some cakes and we'll be okay, everybody. Yeah. And it's like, that's not No, what's...
1: there's some there's some real stuff here. Yeah, some
0: stuff going on. We need to actually work some stuff out.
1: Furthermore, like if I were ever having an argument with a significant other and my mom tried to come get in bed, I'd be like, <laughs> um, you're, you're going to have to maybe not be in the room right now. Like I just, that to me was so weird that the mom like got like laid in bed with her. It was, I don't know. But
0: this is one of the few times in the show where you saw a lot of the background production audio people video people because well, the apartment's
1: a, so small it's so
0: tiny so maybe there's no choice but to have mom kind of be involved with stuff like that like, yeah
1: like if mom's not in the kitchen sitting at that tiny little kitchen right, table mom basically is basically
0: in your room in
1: the bed <laughs> right so, beside you physically so Mike leaves in right, his
0: pajamas by the way
1: running around Kiev in his PJ bottoms <laughs> looking for beer I was like that is a whole mood right there like <laughs> running around a foreign city in your pajamas looking for alcohol um, uh, but he does wind up returning she has done a complete 180 all of a sudden apologizing and this is the same girl who before he stormed out before mike left is saying i can't do this it's not gonna work he comes back and all of a sudden she's like i'm sorry i got emotional we're gonna be fine right i was like i don't know exactly how long that time difference was like what the span was from the time he left until he came back but she seemed night and day different she
0: did but it didn't seem like a long time because it did seem like it was nighttime when he came back. When he was walking up the steps, it was dark and they're definitely about to have breakfast which she was not about to participate with them when they started the argument. Remember, it's like, hey, you just woke up, go get your phone and translate what my mom says. And then she
1: stormed out and was in the bed and then, yeah, you're right. And so maybe he was gone for most of the day. In his pajamas. How could he not come back (laughs) (laughs) Hammered. <laughs> if he's been gone for hours and he's been drinking, I mean, he's a big guy. I'm sure he can put him down. But well,
0: you saw when he was getting some. He's like, all right, uh, number three down, on to number four. Oh my goodness! And it seemed pretty early <laughs> in the process. So.
1: so, anyways, they wind up making up. Mike tells Natalie about his debt. I
0: don't want to fight with you no more. But I also need to tell you some things too. Mm-hmm. This whole baby issue and everything. Mm-hmm. My biggest thing right now, why I don't want to have a child right now is because I'm like $30,000 in debt and I'm afraid to tell you this. It's something I'm been needing need to get off my chest. I want to bring in another life into this world if we can't, if I can't take care of you and me first.
1: Which, okay, yes, $30,000 is a lot of money, but like I was expecting him to say hundreds, right? Of I bought this farm and <laughs> now I'm like a quarter of a million dollars in debt. I mean, $30,000. I
0: probably have I probably have him beat right now. So if he wants to talk to me,
1: right? Well, if you and if you if you take out a car loan, if exa- you have student exa- loans, that's exactly
0: what I thought to myself. Student loans, car, car loans. loans. You
1: add all that stuff together. I'd say the average person. I don't know. I think I read somewhere that the average person is twenty thousand dollars in right. debt. So, I, I mean, anyways, I didn't I didn't feel like his big secret. You know, the, the the thing that he hasn't told her yet. I felt like that was very anticlimactic. That's and then, not.
0: I can't have a kid with you debt. That's just like oh well.
1: Right. We're gonna have to prioritize how we're going to manage it all right but i liked what she said you know listen i, I go back and forth with her because her emotional outbursts seem very overdramatic dramatic to me sometimes she seems a little bit psychotic in her facial expressions her mannerisms but then she says you know he tells her about the debt and she says i'll work i'll help you it's gonna be fine
0: i mean from the way she reacts and acts out upon hearing things and she says herself that she's very emotional but she usually bottles it all up because unlike Americans we don't really talk about things so I feel like this is definitely something that he needs to be super aware of is going to be in his future for a long time to come
1: let's move on to Blake and Jasmine this show is either just not doing her any favors when they edit her to look like
0: (laughs) like she could give
1: just this emotionless dead inside no personality person or if who she really is. I'm so confused right now about what's the real situation there.
0: So I feel like it's somewhere in the middle because I did read a lot of 90 Day Fiance News this weekend, and apparently they're very upset with the way that TLC has been depicting their, their storyline, story which is something
1: we hear from a lot of the couples. It's right. like when you're filming, you have no idea how they're going to edit, edit your storyline and how they're going to portray you on the show. So what we're seeing could be the show editing her to seem like this ice queen who doesn't care about Blake's friends, doesn't care about Blake's family, (laughs) is there to marry Blake, but doesn't seem all that enthused about him either. So we pick up with Blake and Jasmine going out to dinner with two of Blake's friends who Jasmine met when she first arrived. They're going on like a double date. They're Mm -hmm. going to a restaurant and Blake's friends seem less than impressed with this girl. She makes it very known that she's not there to be friends with Blake's friends. And you'd think that somebody moving to a foreign country country and all you have is your sister, you would want to make some friends. You would want to have a support system. And I can't figure out, like she never even says, Well, I don't I don't necessarily want to be friends with his friends because those are his friends. I want to make my own friends and you know if we form a friendship naturally, that's one thing. They just give you no context. It's just she just looks like she could care less about anyone or anything. It it is very confusing to watch because that's where you have to go, okay, there's there's just a lot that we're not getting to see. Because there are a couple Couple of moments where she does look like she's smiling and then and then but then they cut to her on-camera interview and it's back to just like
0: <laughs> stone face just kind of no emotionless,
1: emotions. robotic yeah I imagine if there is a lot more to the story that we're not getting to see and you are the person who's being portrayed in that way it would be infuriating right you'd be like okay time out. and the crappiest part is that they're probably not even allowed to say all that much because they're under contract Absolutely. so they're not able to say well what what you didn't get to see in that scene, et cetera, so on, and kind of expand on all of these things that we're like, okay, what is, going, what is this girl's deal? I mean, the editors of the show, whoever edited these episodes being super shady because they have <laughs> prototyped her and they have put her into this like box category. And as a casual viewer, watcher of the show, you're like, send this girl back home. Like she needs to just go home, Blake. Like, what are you doing? Also, before I forget, we finally found out what Blake does for work. He mentioned that he's the vice president of a record label. Now, it sounds like it's kind of a smaller indie label, but he obviously does well enough that he could meet the financial requirement and be able to provide for Jasmine, so good for Blake. All right, up next, Angela and Michael. Talk about a curveball! I really did not see that coming. We pick up with Angela waiting on a phone call from Michael after his visa interview to let her know whether or not his visa has been approved or denied. If Michael gets approved on this visa interview, he will be on a plane in one week, coming home to his baby. I have been waiting two years for this phone call with Michael. Oh God! (laughs) Yeah. No, oh my God, okay. What baby? What? Baby.
0: After reviewing all your documents and information presented, you have been found ineligible
1: to receive this The service office has decided to you return your case to the US with our recommendation that constitution
0: be revoked.
1: Are you speech. kidding me? You got denied?
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: Why? Okay, I had a couple of questions after that FaceTime call. Was his visa actually denied or was it some other agency that is going to turn it back over to the U.S. Customs and Immigration Office? Like, I, I wasn't quite clear on that. And Angela, man, do not mess with her. She is a taxpayer and it is her right to have somebody here. As a and,
0: taxpaying citizen, man, you have the right to marry.
1: Listen, Angela <laughs> is one of those people who the show does a very good job of kind of prototyping as this like, I'm an American and it's my right and blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> and it's like, okay. But when you're dealing with matters of, of immigration, like, I don't know. She, uh, she seems like she is ready to fight it though, which is a different tone from last week's episode where she's like, it's K one or K done. Michael, uh, yeah. if you mess this up, we're done.
0: I thought that when he was crying and she found out that first of all, she showed a lot of like compassion, imp- yeah, compassion, right, towards confusion.
1: Him. Like what do you like, like Michael, it's okay. Like we're going to I'll I'll go to the attorney and yeah, yeah,
0: you don't really see that from Angela very often. So I felt like, oh, that was a sweet moment. And then Michael getting upset at his friends for calling her trashy, trashy.
1: Yeah. So then he meets up with the goofballs (laughs) because they have to make an appearance. And out of nowhere, they're just like, whatever. She's trashy American. And Michael gets really mad at his friends. Um, It does not appear that that they are done trying to fight for this relationship and this process. I don't know why I really thought he was going to get approved. Next step, we were going to see Michael arriving in the U.S. And the rest of this season was going to be about him in Georgia and them moving forward as a couple.
0: I did not think they were going to get approved. I don't you know You didn't. didn't. I don't know why. Just no particular reason. Uh, well, maybe the financial situation with her and Michael.
1: That's why I was surprised that she said she met the criteria. Right. That she apparently does. Me- I think there's like an income where you have to prove that you can provide for and support somebody else. And there have been questions. All along without any pre assumptions or prejudgments about Angela's financial situation. And yes, she does work and she gets income from the show. But you look at the way she lives and how much she talks about the things she can't afford. And that raises a lot of questions about her financial ability to provide for somebody else. But it doesn't sound like she's the problem. It sounds like in his interview, he either did or said something which led them to believe that this was not a legitimate relationship.
0: I don't know. I guess we're going to have to stay tuned for that one.
1: Uh, Up next, Michael and Juliana. Now, it would appear that Juliana is way smarter than she's being given credit for.
0: Oh, so you caught that too.
1: So after going to the mediator last week, Michael and Juliana have been in this kind of like deadlock where he doesn't want to talk about it anymore because she got upset because all of a sudden she realized like, oh, I have not been working. I haven't saved any money. If he does what he did last time and just decides that he doesn't want to do this anymore, he can toss me aside and I will have nothing. Now she claims that she's upset because she isn't independent but what i think she is realizing is that she's screwed if he changes his mind about this whole thing right so she just kind of keeps trying to push the issue that she wants to be independent and she needs to work and she needs to be able to take care of herself and i don't know if he just it doesn't want to talk about it therefore he's like out of nowhere well fine we just won't get a prenup
0: like all this, she was saying the entire time while they're at the rock climbing place made zero connective sense to anything else she was saying.
1: Right, and that's what he was like. He was like, "You're upset about something that is completely unrelated to to what a prenup is and She's what like, it would no, I do." I just want
0: to be independent. And I know that I need to be independent because you could break up with me, and I just want to be able to have my own money and work. And which is I-
1: where that's where he should have said okay fine as soon as you're able to work
0: we'll find you a job
1: as soon as you are allowed we can enroll you in school whatever you want to do but her persistence of making it sound like her issue is
0: the prenup the
1: prenup when it's really not the issue and then then he just completely caved and listen he's not has always at least appeared to be somewhat rational and intelligent and this is a very dumb decision it's
0: super dumb yeah as soon as he said, okay, fine, just forget it. Right. I thought probably the same thing you did. It's like, oh my gosh. This, whoa, 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 whoa. She just won. She just figured <laughs> yeah, it out. And she, she, yeah. Even after, she kind of gave a little sly smile when she was doing her little one-on-one about oh, the prenum thing is done. And for her to kind of keep going at about the fact that, you know, she hasn't worked or last time they broke up. Well, that's the case anytime you're with anybody Absolutely. and you break up with anybody. Right. You know, if they have more financial standing than you, man or woman, and you break up, guess what? You lose those funds. So
1: it, now if something happens between... I was so curious, though, how Michael's ex-wife feels about this, because her whole thing in bringing it up was just like, you have two children you got to think about here. I know you're starting a new life with somebody else, but just, you know, as a responsible parent, let's talk about this.
0: Well, luckily we found out last night that Cece and uh,
1: Juliana can oh, both oh, wear, the, wear same the same clothes. clothes. Yeah, when, so when, that's
0: going to cut down on some costs.
1: When Juliana put on Cece's coat, I was like, another shady moment on the show where they just highlight how young this girl is and cc
0: says oh you look like a high school student oh. which creeped me out i'm like great that's what you yeah want to, it just to high school. adds
1: to the creepiness of the whole thing and listen age difference to me it's not listen there are people actors and actresses in hollywood famous people even regular people who have bigger age differences than they have Right. so yes they have a big age difference but it's not even that it's just how mismatched they seem her emotional intellect Mm -hmm. her personality his his, creepiness yeah that's the big disparity here it it really doesn't have all that much to do with the number of years in between them but just how on opposite ends of the spectrum they seem
0: they are also another couple very upset about the way they're being depicted by TLC like super upset as
1: they should be they don't look good on (laughs) the
0: show (laughs) but they're also um, adopting
1: oh I did see that they're adopting
0: uh, Juliana's niece and nephew from Brazil so slowly getting the family here
1: bringing them All over. (laughs) Isn't that the dream? (laughs) Moving on to Tanya Incision. Oh, boy. I mean, another couple that you have to imagine watches this and is like, ooh, we are not looking so good on this show.
0: Although Tanya probably...
1: She probably doesn't care. Yeah. Like she seems so proud of her persona as mm-hmm. this bossy in charge personality. But I could imagine him going back and watching it and being like, I don't know if I'm, if I'm okay <laughs> with how this is all being played out. So we, we pick up with Sinjin who is now in Colchester, Connecticut by himself because Tanya in the middle of the 90 days that they have to get married has decided to go to Costa Rica for 30 days to learn herbal remedies. So we pick up with Sinjin in his bathrobe <laughs> looking so sad and depressed
0: practicing his vocals he's like la 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 singing la, la, la.
1: walking into Tanya's mom's house pouring some Jack Daniels in his coffee at whatever time of the day it was <laughs> and just looking like he is bored out of his mind Yeah, he and is. he says listen I don't have friends I can't work like Tanya's mom is basically my best friend and her mom is not a very warm friendly <laughs> she, lady
0: she is not you don't like talk about people Moms, but geez, she yeah, can you she's give me abrasive. a little something.
1: Like if, you could be a little bit if you think Jasmine's
0: a little kind of cold and cut off no Tanya's mom.
1: Which might make a little more sense as to like why Tanya is the way she is because her mom is really rough around the edges and abrasive. Yeah. So her mom comes home from work, gets (laughs) mad at Sinjin for drinking some of her Jack Daniels, the fact that he's eating some of her tiramisu cake. (laughs) They go outside and they're sitting in the backyard. And again, you're right. It's like Tanya's mom is just so unsympathetic and like you're a grown up, like figure it out. Like I'm not here. You're not my kid. I'm not here to help you in any way. But you would think as a mom who has children and seeing this kid who's by himself and right. doesn't have any friends that you would make a little bit more of an effort.
0: And especially because it doesn't seem like her mom has any illusions of to who her daughter is. Like a lot of times our parents love us regardless. And so they don't see some of the you know flaws, flaws in us. Yeah, yeah. But she clearly is like, oh yeah, my daughter is difficult to deal with and she can be bossy, blah, 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 blah. So she knows, and she expresses that decision. So you would think she'd be a little more sympathetic, maybe right. a little more right. helpful. And he
1: seems like such a sweet guy that, that it, It'd be one thing if he were kind of a jerk and she's like, listen... He's out there with the
0: weed whacker and...
1: Doing stuff, putting down some fertilizer. So the big issue that they're having is that he can't really get a hold of her and he's trying to call her and she's like "Ugh, it's engine and he's so clingy and i don't have time to talk to and he's like listen i'm here by myself i feel very isolated she could check she could send me a text she could a five minute phone call we don't have to be on the phone for hours at a time
0: so this episode actually took place over a week when it started off it said uh 51 days to wed and then by the time they got to kind of the end point of the episode it was 44 days so she claims the whole time that oh i'm Learning all this herbalism and it's going to be super busy. I'm taking all these classes, but when we see her in Costa Rica, turn a thong, hanging out in the water and the beach.
1: She's danced learning how to do some salsa dancing. Yeah, she's she's going out. out to the bar with these. Who are these three girls, by the her way?
0: Roommates who she's been hanging out with. They've been to the bar several times because she's like, oh, I hope it's busier than last time, and I invite the dance instructor. And hopefully, there's cute guys there. And it's like, wait a minute.
1: It, that part was a little odd to me. I also the thing about
0: Brawless Costa Rica. Were you thinking about that because well, all four girls were braless the entire.
1: Yeah, well, they made a comment and I, I wrote it down and put a question mark beside it. They called Sinjin a CIS white man. Oh, a cis,
0: a cis white male. What yeah. is that? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what this is. I was thinking the same thing.
1: I need to Google that. I need to, let's look it up. Okay. What is this? Because when they said it, I was like, I don't know what that even means. Oh, cisgender. A number of derivatives of the terms cisgender and cissexual include cis male for male assigned male at birth. So they're using the
0: Oh, uh, here we go. Right. Okay.
1: All right. Okay. Ooh, here's another one. Unfortunately, cis male is sometimes used as an insult by people who want to delegitimize somebody else's opinion by attacking their identity. SJWs frequently resort to calling somebody a privileged white cis male as a way of countering an argument even though they are often just assuming the person in question is cis. The phrase cis male can also be used in a totally new neutral way without any judgment, depending on the context. Okay, well... I didn't know what that meant But now I guess That's all I had to do Was Google it
0: That makes sense That group definitely seems Like they would use The proper one well, You know right. Like two, take it
1: very seriously, very seriously. The, the use some, of derivatives I've
0: seen her protests And stuff like that So right. you can tell But um, but in talking about him Also it's like Oh well you know He needs to be Kind of untrained And unlearned And why is Why are you the first Brown or dark skinned Person he's ever dated Which well, because he's, like
1: Well he's from South Africa He didn't There were It doesn't sound like There were any In his In his circle. geographic Right vicinity
0: but also, what does it matter? Like, totally. Why does he have to... So he he's less legitimate as her partner because he hasn't dated someone of darker complexion before? Yeah, that's like ridiculous. All that matters is that he's dating her ridiculous. now. yeah. All of it really upset me. I was like, ah, oh, geez, can we...
1: But what I was going to say earlier is the part about this that, that strikes me is that they have not yet once mentioned their wedding plans. At all. And here we are, like, time's a ticking. So is there a plan for them to actually legally get... Married? married because with her leaving for 30 days you'd think it would be like oh well when i come back we're only gonna have 30 days to figure out this wedding and they haven't mentioned it once and
0: essentially everybody else who's kind of like on that path or at least you know looks like they're viably able to get married has been talking about discussing it planning it and yeah like you said they're the only ones who haven't they've been worried about the she shed yep. worried about her herbalism trip but right? nothing about the wedding nothing. and in theory when she gets back it's going to be about 30 days out
1: so that and again that's one thing that i thought okay listen i'm gonna be gone for 30 days why don't you plan our, our wedding? wedding. Exactly. Like, I'm going to let you take the reins on this. You're the one who's made the sacrifice to come to the U.S. Like, what what do you envision? What do you want your wedding day to be like? Give him something like that to focus on instead of this list of, like, yard chores. Well,
0: it, but in reality, it all be her vision for the wedding. And sure. You need to try to implement it while I'm gone. That's what it really be. But that's kind of odd that she has a plan and vision for everything. I have to believe there has to be something for the wedding.
1: And maybe that's just been completely edited out. I don't know. <laughs> Moving on to Anna and and Marcel, oh, man, geez. this just has taken a turn for the worse.
0: <laughs> it really has.
1: And again, because of their inability to communicate with each other, I think this is where things are gonna fall apart really, really fast. For less
0: than three weeks from wedding day. Yes,
1: and she says, invitations have gone out. Oh my gosh. Family members are planning to attend. It feels too late to back out at this point, even though she's having hesitations and reservations. But finally, she issues the ultimatum. You have to tell your family about my children or we're not going to get married. And he says, I still want wedding. He still wants to go through with it. And she says, okay, fine. Then you gotta call your family and you gotta tell them. So what we got to see in the episode was Marcel FaceTiming, Skyping with his family in Turkey, mm-hmm. where he tells them that Anna has three children and the family, <laughs> is like, she took you for a fool, come back to Turkey, everyone's talking about you behind your back, (laughs) why you had to go to America anyways. We never liked her. We never wanted her in our family.
0: We'll help you with the bees, just come home
1: right and so he hangs up the phone and then he says to anna (laughs) they don't want you and i was just like "Ooh, not the proper word choice (laughs) and it would appear because the preview that we see is that they're at an airport and he's getting ready to get on a plane and she's trying to ask him not to leave it would appear that he's about to get on a plane and leave like three weeks before their wedding
0: and just go home in the episode we saw you know sitting down on the couch and she's like so no wedding he's like yeah no wedding and it's like wait a minute. How do we go from zero to hundred?
1: Right, right. Like, like <laughs> zero to 150.
0: Why can't we just go ahead and get married and start a new life here? Exactly. And maybe your parents will come around at some point or something. I don't know, but it just seems like, Oh, that's it.
1: Yeah. Very odd. And so I, what I'm hoping is that in episode nine that we're getting ready to see is that there's another big part of the story. Like maybe he's just going to go back and tell his family that he loves Anna and they, 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 They have to get on board or it's the end. Like, I don't know.
0: I hope his friend from the very first episode is there. Omar. What was his name? Omar. I feel like it was Omar, but I don't know.
1: The guy that he met on the flight (laughs) from Turkey to (laughs) Chicago. Yeah. uh, Just a very, very interesting how this whole thing, it took coming up to three weeks before their wedding day for everything to seemingly just completely implode and go from the cute, weird little beekeepers who are having fun but have some quirks, but right. have some stuff to figure out to like now. Wedding's off. The end, bye bye I don't know how to say bye in Turkish, but <laughs> you know, whatever. Ch- Chuck us out. Yeah, <laughs> out. So
0: no, <laughs> whatever that, that means. Goes.
1: Still don't really know how that means. Alright, last but not least. Oh boy. Annie and Robert. It's Woo-wee!
0: party time.
1: Now, the episode started with them, and it was very cute. It's Annie's birthday. Robert has gone to Publix. He has gotten her a <laughs> birthday cake. They're putting the candles on the cake. He and Bryson come out. They sing happy birthday to Annie. It would appear she now has her iPhone.
0: That's true. Yeah, yeah so she a, got yeah. that iPhone. She, got the iPhone, she sure
1: did. Way. She was filming the whole thing. They cheers. Bryson gives her a little toast. Bryson gives her a kiss. Like That was cute. It
0: was. It was very right. It was very fun. And... and
1: those are the moments where you actually like like her and like, oh, okay. Mm. But
0: that didn't last very long. That did
1: it. not last very long. So Robert says, what do you want to do for your birthday? And he wants to go to the strip club. Now, I don't know that many dudes who would be like, no. <laughs> so
0: I was trying to... <sighs> It's not like I've never been to a strip club, right? So I've been to a strip club. Not my favorite place. It's just kind of weird. Sure.
1: Some people are more into it than others. Yeah. But I couldn't see... I felt like his reaction, knowing what we know about Robert... Right. Felt very odd.
0: It felt a little over... Like he was overcompensating for something. Like like. he's
1: so anti. He's so against this. He now is very suspicious of her, why she's so obsessed with strip clubs, why she wants to go so badly, why she's having more fun than he's having at the strip club. Also, I was super surprised that they allowed cameras a camera crew into film because if you have ever been to a strip club <laughs> you know no cell phones no pictures no filming like that is a strict rule that's the first
0: thing I thought too when they were in there and they were getting lots of video yeah. lots of stuff going on so they obviously had to, you know kind of pre-arrange sure. for TLC to come out and I mean they did get a nice plug uh, they definitely showed oh
1: listen side note if TLC and 90 day fiance has not just figured out product placement and sponsor <laughs> and advertising like out of nowhere. It's just like <laughs> right. a commercial tied into 90 Day Fiancé. Like if you watch Pillow Talk after the episodes, mm-hmm. Little Caesars is now providing pizza that they're eating while they're on Pillow Talk. I'm like, okay, TLC So someone just figured out the product placement game. But Anyways, the club.
0: she's having a good time. Having a great time. And uh young lady comes and gives her a dance, yep. and Robert seems very agitated. Uncomfortable.
1: By this. Uh, yep, agitated, and then this like let's it's time to go let's go home so so they pack it up they go home apparently they had had quite a bit to drink because the next morning he's like listen we drank a lot last night like we're gonna go get some coffee try to like feel normal again and out of nowhere here comes the conversation about like have you had relations with other women
0: is there anything else that i need to know to hear it from you because i really do feel that you're hiding something from me about what? Have you been with a woman before?
1: Like what? Uh, like sex?
0: Yeah. In- anyway, because yeah. last night, what I saw in you was kind of crazy.
1: Mm, like me touch her, no, but she touch me, yes. She kissed me and oh. my. I mean, they bleeped out a lot of what she said. So I think what I was piecing together is that, yes, in fact, she has had oral relations with right. another woman or another. Anyway, she didn't perform I'm the degrading. oral relations. <laughs> right, someone right. performed
0: the oral relations on her who was a female. And she liked it. But she liked it. I basically I got kissed by a girl and I liked it. Right. Down there. <laughs> down. down.
1: <laughs> and so then she proposes, like, hey, when it's your birthday, if you want to have a threesome, I would be okay with that. And that's a nice present to give
0: someone. So that he was more by that yeah. like oh my gosh now again i i would feel like this is a big setup from what i've heard i've never partake in, in anything like that but from i've heard from other people it usually doesn't go very well because at some point in the
1: it just future, gets complicated it gets complicated at
0: yeah. some point in the future it's kind of like oh well when you were paying more attention to her blah 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 all that kind of you never want that in your relationship sure so, but that doesn't seem like that was the reason he felt it seemed like he was disgusted and right like,
1: and he's like i'm 41 i'm a father i brought you over here because i wanted bryson to have a mother figure and i don't want that in my house and it's like well first of all you don't have one son Robert you have five children right, what about the other kids? or did you forget because <laughs> we did not like and so it, it feels very much like listen I screwed up with the first four Bryson's the one I want to try to get right I don't want to make mistakes the ex who's like not even in the picture but and, he doesn't
0: have a problem with the porno star like grandmother he doesn't have much
1: of a choice that's the kid's grandma it is what it is
0: I feel like but if he has custody of the child
1: but that's where it is interesting right listen grandma is an adult film star so so it is it's this weird juxtaposition that like you have a figure in Bryson's life who is very involved in his life who is in a career field that's considered taboo promiscuous I'm making all these hand gestures but what (laughs) I'm you know you know what I mean just adult film star exactly and then your girlfriend wants to go to a strip club for a birthday and proposes the idea of a threesome but that is like no like that's a little extreme it It also
0: goes the other way with Annie she's so offended by the fact that, you know, Bryson's grandmother is a porn star. But oh my she gosh, wants that's... to
1: have a threesome.
0: But she wants to have a threesome. And go to the strip and, club yeah, and,
1: and hook up with other girls.
0: She's doing a lot of the same stuff that definitely totally. is getting paid a lot of money for. What's totally. going on here?
1: Now, the preview for the next episode, the moment where I was just like, there it is. Finally, someone said it. Robert's sister <laughs> comes to visit. And the, the sister is sitting on the couch and looks at Annie and says, okay, you do realize he's poor, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) I was like, if she hasn't figured that out yet, the fact that he hasn't taken her to a store to buy her new clothes, they're not moving into a bigger apartment... (laughs)
0: <laughs> I would
1: hope she kind of gets that by now but these two again like just when you think oh there's no way this is going to last they pick up with a scene like it's her birthday and here's the cake and they're singing and and, and there is that moment of like what's the real what's really going on here Well, it seems to
0: be a theme because uh, you know at the end of the last episode they were fighting blah 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 they're upset about the apartment I think it was and yep. now they come back and it's like okay we're cool Everything's we're having a good, good. time um, I think the episode before that was the same thing they were fighting over you know whatever the clothes. The clothes and then they come back and then everything's fine a good time.
1: he gives her the lingerie, lingerie everything's, fine. everything's
0: fine so it seems like this is another one because at very, the end of this very episode cyclical,
1: right where everything starts fine and then we end with a conflict and then we pick up with the next episode and everything's fine, everything's again. fine
0: again It seems like it's going to be something that's going to be kind of a constant in this relationship because For they fought sure. over uh i think she said he was boring and she left and he's like well you can go ahead and leave and yeah
1: so i'm guessing when we pick up in the next episode everything will be fine again i mean the big question mark is going to be are they actually going to make it to the altar And as always, with this show, TBD, to be determined. All right, episode nine of 90 Day Fiancé will air Sunday night on TLC. I am supposed to be on vacation next week, but I am going to come in so that we can get a new episode out before the end of the year. Don't forget to find the Reality Bites podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you wouldn't mind, take a minute to rate and subscribe.